I realized uh, that I like buying gifts for myself. Uh, whether it's finding something stupid and inexpensive that sparks my interest, and I find it online and I order it. And um, whether it's at the hardware store or uh, even just the snack section uh, at the grocery sec- at store, when I kind of get this thing in my mind where I think, I want that, I want to buy that, I'm, I'm wanting it as a gift for myself. It's like I'm buying a present for myself, and it has to be just right. It could be something that's relatively costly, it could be something cheap, but I'm getting myself a gift. I, I spent too much time this week at the grocery store looking for... Anyways. But aren't there voices that tell us? Aren't there voices that tell us that you should reward yourself? You should get yourself a gift. You deserve it. You've earned it. And, and so when you get it or when the order comes in and you're just opening the, the shipping package, it's like you're opening a present. Now, gifts don't have to be just things, even things that we, we buy. You know that whole taxonomy of, of the different love languages, things that are gifts to different people. For some people, a gift, a gift is a, an in-depth personal conversation. For other people, a gift is just physical touch. For them, that speaks and means so much. For other people, acts of service. Those are all gifts that, that we can give and receive. Gifts are not inherently bad. Gifts can be very good. Now, here's something that's interesting about gifts. The Old Testament, the text of the Old Testament, it's about three times more, three times longer than the text of the New Testament. But the New Testament contains the majority of all of the gift language. God is in the business. God is in the business of giving gifts. And as we come to the New Testament, as we come to the season of Advent, this month, God's gift is very prominent. At this table, we're receiving a gift. Romans 6 describes it this way. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's the gift. That gift, it's, it's not just life unending, but it's also Jesus. Jesus himself is a gift to us. He is the son of God who loved me and gave himself. That's gift talk, and gave himself for me. And so in this meal, we're going to take bread, the bread speaks to the gift, the nature, the, kind, the, way, the appearance of this gift. This gift on the surface does not look like much. Jesus came as a man and a lowly man. And he died, not at the height of his career, he died as a criminal. And in this meal we also take wine. And that speaks to the gift. The gift that looks like a little contains a flood, a vast heaven of love. The Son of God loved me and gave himself for me. It's that kind of gift. And so when you take the supper, you are saying, thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. If if you have come to know God, the Father, through Jesus Christ the Lord, you believe he's the light of the world. You believe that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man comes to the Father except by him. 
and you are walking as a follower of Jesus, this supper is for you. We invite you to take this supper. If you don't know Jesus this way, or if you are resisting Jesus, there is something where you are willingly staying in the dark in spite of the light, then the supper isn't for you. Don't take the supper. It, it would only bring harm to you. But we invite you to stay here. And, and especially if you're not a Christian, we're very glad that you're here. We invite you just to sit back, take in the sight and the sound of what's going on. Maybe this is a time when you can offer up to God your questions, your own prayers silently to him. Now, as we come to the table, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we come and we ask that you would spiritually come and be present in the bread, in the wine, and we would see Jesus. We would feed on him. We need him. We are dependent. And Lord, would you feed us again today in this supper? We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.